This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week, we are focusing on social anxiety. What is it? What are the real root causes and how to overcome it? Okay, David, so how, how common is social anxiety amongst the clients who come to see you? Very common, Alex, and it's getting even more prevalent for people. I think with the with the mobile phone and your personal phone and being on all the social groups, Facebook and Twitter and all of this stuff, I think it's very, very important and it's very consuming and it's something we have to talk about because it's affecting a lot of people's lives. So are you saying that social anxiety, that kind of uncomfortableness in social situations, worrying about being judged, worrying about embarrassing yourself, that not only extends from like real life, in real life, in real life, in person experiences now to online experiences uh, through social media interactions and things like that. And that's, that's why it's almost an all pervasive thing. Yes, that's exactly why I see them as all, as all the same, because it's so strong now and people can air their views quite easily, what they think, what society thinks. And people are trying to align themselves with societies, what's important in society, the way they look, how much money they're earning, how well they're doing, what clothes they're wearing, what jobs they've got, what careers they've got, what other people think about them. And in our model, we call it CCJ, comparing, criticizing, and being judgmental. And so whether you're in a group of physical people, you're always second thinking and second guessing what, they, what they're thinking about you, what they're wearing, what they're saying, have they got a better job than you? Or if you're online, it's the same type of thing because you're constantly fed this, this stream of other people's views and what you're doing slowly like a dripping tap and this is why it's so important that I am having to deal with it more and more and more it starts to kind of chip away at what really is important about how you think about yourself so rather than how you think about yourself you are more concerned of what other people think about you and so to me i don't see any difference about the online stuff or the physical stuff i see it as as the same thing and and david would you say it comes down to actually we are i'm going to use the word fearful we get red light we create red light yes feelings about the prospect of being our true authentic self we believe we can't openly, authentically express ourselves because we're going to be judged, we're going to be criticized, we're going to be compared negatively. And that we end up wearing a constant mask, pretending to be something else, or playing small or withdrawing from various kind of social activities in our life and interactions. 
Exactly, Alex. That's exactly what I'm saying, is you're putting other people's views above your own. And as I've said in many videos, what's different around about the Wu Wei wisdom teaching at the heart of it, at the root of it, the core of it, is a spiritual teaching. You're putting other people's views, and we can just use that society. What society thinks, whether that's the physical society, your neighbours, your friends, your people at the golf club, people at the social club, or online, you're constantly being fed this constant stream of what society thinks is right or wrong and how they're judging you. And so you're constantly trying to reach that bar of, I want to be accepted. I want them to hold me in high esteem, where really the spiritual teaching, you should be holding yourself as high esteem. And you know my base teaching that, I've, I've again, I've said on many, many videos and podcasts, what other people think of you is none of your business. Because if I, if I, if you're listening to this, if I spoke personally to 10 of your closest family and friends and asked them, what do you think about X? I would have 10 different answers. Which one is you? And what you're trying to do is to make everyone please everyone. And you're wasting so much effort, so much time. You are getting yourself tied up in an emotional knot instead of focusing on the important thing. What do you think about you? And accepting the truth is that some people won't like you. And I want to move on to judgment as in, as, as in a moment. But the truth is, some people will criticize you. That's the truth. Some people will compare you. And why do you know that's the truth? Because you do it. Okay, David. I mean, I get the logic of what you're saying, that if I truly believed what other people think of me is none of my business, then I would not have any social anxieties. I would not create any red light feelings around what other people thought of me, social situations. That's like a beautiful outcome. It's a logical thing. However, there's a part of me that just can't unhook myself from being concerned about what other people thought of me. I, it's like, it almost seems like a gap that I can't bridge. How, how do I deal with that? How do I overcome that? How do I believe what you're telling me to believe? Well, well, then, then I would say that's when the golden thread process comes in. So I, so I would say, if you do not want to believe what you called logic, let's use your words. I know logically it's true, but I don't want to believe logic. Then what are you believing, Alex? This is how I would work with a client. If you do not want to ground yourself in logic, in truth, what are you grounding yourself in? I guess. I'm putting other people's opinions of me higher than my opinion of myself. Okay. I guess I'm handing over my power to people I know and people I don't know, a faceless jury. I guess I am hierarchically putting myself at a lower level to other people and putting them on a pedestal when I don't really know what's going on in their life 
or whether they're also wearing a mask and pretending to be something they're not. So there's lots of things going on, but all of them are potentially a manipulation and unhealthy. Yes, and, and that's, that's a great answer because that's what clients would normally say to me. So you did very well there. The question is, why, why would you do that, Alex? See, now, just those two questions, what I've just done there, we've seen, well, what's logic? And you've rejected what's logic and you've gone to whatever you want to call it, e-logic. Now I'm asking you, why are you choosing? This is the golden thread work. So you've been very good and been very clear, like clients do. So you're saying, I'm going to throw logic out the window and I'm going to present illogic where I give my power away. Now, that's your choice. You see, you can't remember, I always say, you can't avoid being accountable. So you're being accountable for giving your power away. Then my next question on the golden thread, oh, that's interesting, Alex, if you were a client. That's interesting, Alex. Why do you choose to give your power away? Well, I guess the first answer that comes to mind is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, and then and then that would be the inner child. Yeah. If you were a client, that's the inner child. So that's our first introduction to the inner child. That's the first time that they've had someone sit down with them and just say, oh, that's interesting, sweetheart. You think it's a good you don't think it's a good idea to give your power away because you think it's illogical, but you want to give your power away. Now, why would you do that? So we haven't got time to go through it. Well, so gonna... I, yeah, I think the answer that my inner child would give to that is because it's what I've always done. Mm -hmm. It's what I've done since childhood. I've looked at other people to tell me I'm a good girl, or, or you know, if it was a guy, I'm a good guy. I'm doing the right thing, that I'm doing well, I'm doing okay, that they like me, that they love me. I'm looking to others rather than looking within because it's something I've done all my life and I've never stopped and thought about whether it was the right thing to do. That's exactly right. Now, if you were a client, now I would spend 10, 15 minutes just having a friendly conversation with the inner child just asking them gentle questions, getting good responses. So the inner child is more comfortable and knows that I'm not going to see CJ. So my answer was, oh, that's interesting. So why would you do that? Oh, that, that, so explain to me, have I got that right? So what the inner part of the mind sees that I'm on their side. I'm not here to embarrass them. I'm not here to show them up. I'm here to help them. Because as I was saying, if you cut through, this is an issue, a very fundamental issue of shame, value and worth. The inner child in the example that you just role played, little Alex in this example, is looking for others for her validation, for her worth. She's looking for them to validate her. And so she's doing without realising, and we've got to try and help her to realise, she's doing a kind of an exchange. If I give you my power, Will you give me your validation? But nobody agrees to this. Nobody even knows this is happening. But this is a type of technique that when you do the inner child work, you have to get down and point that out to her. And is that, let's say that that's true. And we got to that point. And, I, and she agreed, yes, I'm doing that. I'm giving away my power. 
hoping that they give me value and worth. Then we would explore that. Can they give you value and worth? Mm. See, we yeah. and, and it it ends up into a very interesting conversation, and that's where you want to get to as with the inner child. And it's such an unstable system to work your life off because you know if you truly want to push out there if you truly want to engage with people in meaningful expansive ways you're going to be meeting a lot of different people new people and people will always judge you because they don't know you and and we have to learn to live with that and that if we get tied up and concerned about every little thing, every person, every encounter, it saps all our energy and we can't be ourselves. Well, you're absolutely right. And that's one of the lessons if using this example, this role play that you're doing, that little Alex would have to learn. Sweetheart, we live in a reality where everybody judges and criticizes and has thoughts about you and compares you. And that's true because you do it. Mm. You do it. So everybody does it. So why is it that you don't want to accept that? What is it you don't like about that? And then when you expand that, you'll see that it comes down to she doesn't believe as in herself. She thinks there's something missing in her. She wants other people to give her that, that validation. And here's the life lesson. And this is why this social network and and, and putting your grounding in social activities, what other people think, what they're doing, meeting their expectations. You are placing yourself, I don't know, it, when when can you ever win this, this battle? Because social is always changing, almost. That's why I brought in online. It's almost daily it's changing what what's right, what's wrong, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. It's almost constantly changing. And if you ground yourself in that, you're you're like that comes to mind like in a a tumble dryer. You're never going to be stable. Yeah. And I think David as well, part of this inner acceptance and inner self-referral and self-love that we're talking about rather than looking externally is getting to know and appreciate ourselves in terms of our limits and what we want in terms of social interactions. So a lot of people believe that they have to be really extroverted, really out there, really like social butterflies, really kind of center of attention all the time. And actually we're not all, all like that. We're all different shades of gray in terms of, being sociable and extrovert or introverted, and there's no right or wrong. But again, it comes down to understanding, appreciating, and loving ourselves and where we're at. Because well, if we try to be something we're not, then that will also create red light feelings in association with any form of social interactions because we're wearing this mask again. Well, even with that explanation, and I agree with your explanation, but even using words like introvert and extrovert, you're putting labels on yourself. Mm -hmm. And really the Wu Wei wisdom model is you are authentic. There is no one in the universe like you. No one. There is, I can, there is no one in the universe like Alex. <laughs> so to compare yourself to another unique person yeah. 
I'm going to use that word again, is nonsensical because they have a uniqueness that you haven't got. And to compare yourself or to think you're higher than that to criticise them or they're higher than you because, as you said, when you were role-playing, hierarchically, that's what you're playing that game. But if you're two unique spiritual beings, and again, this is where you should be grounding yourself, if you are believe yourself to be a unique spiritual being, the idea of comparing yourself, being judgmental on someone else, criticizing them, becomes, it doesn't even make sense. And that's what you call logic. You've got to teach the child that logic because, and I think I'd like to say as well, for our children, this is so important because they are bombarded with social media, with school, what they should look, how they should dress, how they should interact, what group they're in. Are they in the top group? Are they in the in crowd that I hear? Or are they out the out crowd? You'll be surprised. Mature people that I deal with in their 30s, 40s, 50s still will reflect on that they wasn't in the in crowd at school, that they were an outsider, that they were an outcast. And they'll still give me that as a reason for their red light feelings. So this is why this is so important. And this life lesson is so important for us to learn as adults, but even more so to teach our children to value their uniqueness, to value their spirituality, to stand up for who they are. Because if you compare yourself with society, in whatever form, then you're going to be on a slippery slope because society is always changing. And, you know, David, this is, it's really almost like a classic Wuboy wisdom teaching this because social anxiety, if you Google it, you get the headlines. What is it? It's an anxiousness. It's palpitations. It's, it's uh, feeling de-energized. It's all these physiological reactions we get to social situations which shut, shut us down. And all, a lot of the teachings focus on how to deal in, dealing with the physiological reactions, the emotional feelings. <clears throat> and really, we've spent most of this teaching talking about it's our beliefs about ourselves. It's the criticizing. It's the comparing. It's the being judgmental. It's the handing over of, of our power and our uniqueness to other people. It's, it's all the core inner work stuff that is manifesting in the label of social anxiety. And that if we can do this deep inner work, the, the anxieties, the red light feelings just evaporate. Well, I, I would agree with that, wouldn't I? Because I would say my fruit is sweeter, but I think that's actually right. If you spend your life trying to deal with the physiological feelings instead of going to the root that creates the physiological feelings, remember, you are the creator of your emotions. So if you get palpitations from being in a group or reading a criticism on social media of you, it's the same thing, you see. It's the same thing. You're giving your power to that person. They're entitled to their view. They're entitled to say they don't like you. They're entitled to say you haven't got that right or that wrong. They're entitled. They're entitled to their opinion. Why don't you treat them as a unique person who has a different opinion to you? But to do that, as you quite rightly said, 
you have to be grounded first in something that's solid and sustainable, which I would call Shem. If you ground yourself in social media or social what people think, my goodness, I'll go back to my example. I'm talking about 10 of your closest friends and family, and they will all have different of opinions of you. Which one you're going to ground yourself in? Which one's right? Your mother, your father, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, your grandparents, your best friend. Which one is right? They can't be right. The only one that can be right is you. What you think about yourself. And this is the life lesson. And that really goes back to what you believe, why you believe it, and all the teachings we've done in the past about doubting yourself, the three lies, I'm not good enough, I can't cope, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I don't deserve to be happy, all the stuff we do about self-sabotaging, all the stuff we do about limited beliefs, these are all in your belief system. This is what you think and you believe, and this is what you should be working on. Not how do I melt into a crowd so nobody notices me or nobody criticizes me, because they'll still criticize you. They'll just say, oh, look at her. She's not standing out. They'll still find a way to criticize you. And if you can laugh about it and say, I'm me. I dress the way that I like to dress. And what other people think of me is none of my business. It's their <laughs> business. And that's what I would want you to take away in this life lesson. Wonderful. Thank you, David. And I will put links in the show notes to all those many teachings that David's mentioned on self-doubt, on the CCJ, on limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, that will all help you deal with any of these red light feelings that you are experiencing and step into your truth and believe in yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.